killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Hello, 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 and welcome back to Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Danny, and I'm joined with once again. That is correct. And today, 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 today Nazi Germany. Mm, we are One of day. my favorite times mm. in history to study is <laughs> Nazi Germany. It is very fascinating. I have been to Berlin. Let's go back to the future. It yeah. was amazing to see all the artifacts. I've been to where Hitler died. It is Hitler. a parking lot. Okay, let's go. Parking lot. They didn't want to remem- commemorate his death, so they just <laughs> built a parking lot. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. Shame. So they didn't want people to come and like honor him or whatever. So they just were like, Yeah, no, no, no. This we don't. man yeah, ain't yeah, getting yeah, yeah, a grave yeah. stone. Yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. So, yes. But today we are taking a trip into Nazi Germany because German Germany... Mm-hmm. Because as war waged throughout Europe, this criminal was unaffected. Let's go. As he went on a killing spree. You know, George, George, the George, whole George. world is suffering already. Yep. People's husbands are fighting in the war. You you know, if we were in World War Two, Nash, you would be fighting right now because you would have been conscripted. <laughs> okay, yeah, no. You would to be, an extent, you, yes. Yeah. You would have... So, South Africa fought in North Africa, so like Egypty area. We didn't fight in, not all of us fought in actual Europe. I, I'll go I'll go in the pyramids. I'll go and visit the mummies. <laughs> yes. I've seen a real mummy. <laughs> you, 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 I'll show you, you a picture. You, you, Sorry, sidetrack. I've seen mm, a mummy. Mm, 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 I saw it in, in mm, England. Mm. England. Yeah, because they have they, mummies there. Yeah, no, 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 no. They're the Egyptian mummies. They just oh, w- oh. they're in a museum. Okay, okay, okay. okay. They were that very. It was really freaky to realize that that was an actual person <laughs> lying there. Oh no, 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 no! This one's worse. It's, it's gonna be cool, but at the same. <laughs> okay, guys. Uh, it's a good thing you're not seeing what I saw. <laughs> Anyway, so ah. Nash is going to Egypt. Um, anyway, Mm-mm. so imagine now your your husband's already all fighting and then your son is all fighting and then you <laughs> find out your daughter was killed by a serial killer. And you're like, what kind of luck did I just... But you know, I realized something. They shot her. Well, when I was doing research for this, the guy that I was watching posed an interesting question. So obviously, there were still policemen mm. in Germany. Mm. So did the policemen get exempted from conscription do you understand what i'm saying yeah like all the people who worked in the factories and everything everything they went because the women took over those jobs mm. but like the policemen all like it was guys so do you think there were certain jobs where people were like exempted because i mean police maybe they gave them an option military. yeah i think they gave them an option I no, or the unless so fast unless they were coming from the point of view of yes we can't send everyone so let's leave the policemen to stay behind so that there's control. Because, like, there's so some things, like, I can't imagine, like, the woman taking up. 
Because I know like women, they would work in the ammunition factories making bullets and stuff like that. Women had to step up. That's, how the, that's yeah, actually that's how the whole feminist movement got going because then the yeah. women were working all happily, happily in the factories and then the men came home and then they were kicked out and they were like, but but we were working. And yeah, then now they no, also wanted jobs. You see. And instead of now having mm. a nice life at my house, I have to work as well. Anyways, yeah. yeah. That's my own opinion. <laughs> So we are talking about a serial killer in Nazi Germany. And mm-hmm. the unfortunate thing about war is it allows for crime to kind of run rampant Eish. because you're obviously the country's focus is yeah. on the war, not mm. you, Mr. Steve, like robbing death, the bank. Death is like a norm type you get of what situation. I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of, it's unfortunate. So we are dealing with Paul... This is German to the maximum. I am actually, my family is originally from German. I speak not a word of German. Probably doesn't understand German. Uh, no. Definitely, yeah. Okay. I know how to say Danke shirt, which means thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and Guten Tag, which means hello. Yeah, it's like, you know, the simple. <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> Anyway, sure. we'll just go with Paul. <laughs> Paul yeah. was born in East Prussia, which is now known as Poland. He was a <laughs> illegitimate son of a farm worker, hey. Marie Saga. Mm-hmm. By the time he was 12, Paul had been adopted by jo- Johann Ogorzow. Mm-hmm. And Paul eventually took Johann's surname as his own. Mm-hmm. He was working in a steep steel foundry when he joined the Nazi party in 1931 and became a member of Hitler's let's go military we just call them the SA because I really cannot like the SA the SS also known as brown shirts Mm-hmm. After the Nazis took power in 1933, Paul received promotions, ultimately ending as a Stripper. which is a squad hey. leader. Ooh. One year later, Paul was hired to work for the National Railroad Deutsche Reichsbahn. <laughs> that one. I know Deutsche, that, that, that Deutsche is yeah. German, in German, so... Now, uh, round of applause. She actually killed the accent, you know, and the pronunciation. Hey, isn't it? I was definitely not going <laughs> to say that. <laughs> yeah. So, can I tell you such a sad story? Sidetrack. So, my, like I say, my family is from Germany, but they, like, mm-hmm. moved here 1600s type. So, we've been in South Africa yeah. for ages. Anyway, so there was the father and two sons. Older mm. son, younger son. Older son was the one that immigrated here... And whatever, whatever. Yeah. Father, son, younger son stayed in Germany. Okay. Very wealthy, very rich, mm-hmm. owned a castle. Okay. Yeah. Castle, that's good. Father okay. died. Now, obviously, with inheritance, it's supposed to go to the oldest son, but being in South Africa in the middle of Fortreka, nowhere, no yeah. one knows where you are, couldn't get hold of him. Mm-hmm. So they gave it to the younger brother who sold it. Sold it. Yeah. My goodness. My okay. family would Where would you sell it? Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Where is the common sense? Anyway, I am beyond. Uh, uh, 
I don't know what to say. Enraged. Anyway, that is my sad story <sighs> about okay, my no, that, that German is sad. <laughs> <laughs> that is sad. Yo, yo, yo. Oh, I, yeah. We actually have some very, very cool history. My hmm. one great-grandfather used to blow up train tracks <laughs> in the Boer War. <laughs> I think that was going to be fun and funny at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, fam. They're like, they're like uh, they blew uh, up the train tracks in the Boer <laughs> War. Like, oh, hello. That's how uh, gangster it was. My family is like, real. hey, I'm going to show these people fire. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> They called him Raider yeah. in so yeah. Raider in mm. the Night for the non-South African Afrikaans. Yes. <laughs> so my family is quite an interesting yeah, no, bunch. I, anyway, I besides cool. the point, let's get back to our Paul. Yeah. So in 1937, Paul married and the couple had three children. They lived a working in a working class area of Berlin, but eventually moved to a more upscale neighborhood. Hmm. Paul continued being promoted at work and he was frequently seen gardening his backyard and playing with his children <laughs> while at work paul was well regarded by his peers much of his work as an assistant sig- signalman centered mm-hmm. around Zobtenar. Think that's the one. yes i can't pronounce his surname because it's got a, a a letter that yeah, i don't that one. Hey. know what letter that is it's not in my alphabet but anyway (laughs) (laughs) where the s-bahn meets the vnk railway so a signalman basically i think it's how they make sure the trains don't they don't collide each other so he seems like a rather ordinary man besides the fact he was working for hitler i mean he seems doing good you know pretty okay yeah so the early first phase Paul's murderous crime streak was committed over a two-year period beginning in August 1939 until he was arrested on the 12th of July 1941. He began by assaulting and raping women in the Friedrichsfeld district of Berlin. Again, I'm so sorry if I'm pronouncing these wrong. Paul targeted women whose husbands were serving abroad in the German military. He would choke, threaten with a knife, or bludgeon them. These, I lost my place, that's what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Or bludgeon them, okay. But in the beginning, murder was not part of his M.O. The Berlin police ultimately reported 31 cases of rape or other sexual assaults in the district that were connected to Paul. Most of the surviving victims identify their assailant as wearing a railroad worker's uniform. Hmm. Very stupid. That is like a McDonald's worker raping someone in their McDonald's uniform. Ish. Ish. Because now I know he works at McDonald's. You don't know my face. <laughs> but it like takes the suspect pool from an entire population down to McDonald's concentrated, workers. yeah. Do you get what Aye. I'm saying? Mm, there was that. Like it's, it's a b- or like, you know, the outsurance police pointer mans who do the mm. traffic? Mm. It's like one of them in the outsurance. I mean, that's pretty obvious. It's an outsurance man. Okay. I don't know. I, I was about to <laughs> question their intellect because, you know, sometimes, okay, I, in our generation, know. you know, people claim to work at city power type of situations, but they don't actually work there. You know, they're like, okay, have but to have a whole uniform. And stuff. Unless you stole the uniform. Mm, yeah. You see, if you're going to commit a crime, steal a uniform, then they think you work for insurance, but yeah. you barely work for, I don't know, what's another 
insurance <laughs> brand. Um, naked. There's a there's a there's <laughs> insurance brand yo, 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 naked yo, yo, in yo, South yo, Africa. Yo, yo. <laughs> so anyway, okay, I, uh, I that one. during the later period, Paul began to attempt to murder his targets. Three women were attacked and stabbed, but survived. They were sure. thrown out of a train, by the way. Mm. The one lady apparently landed on a sand sand which took the impact but anyway yeah they later testified at paul's murder trial he <laughs> began to target and rape his victims on the s-bun trains one woman was raped and bludgeoned on the train but she survived because paul believed she was dead when in fact she was just unconscious yeah about that time he began throwing the bodies off the moving train Ish. but in some instances several victims were found still alive listen you got to be one hell of a bad murderer if you bludgeon them and stab them and rape them and then throw them off a train and they still survive? Thanks. There was okay. experience Thanks missing. Thank the Lord they still survived. Like, that is a miracle in itself, yep. but you really know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. There was experience problems. There. Yeah. On one occasion, Paul attempted to rape one of the women on the S-Bahn, but did not know her husband and brother-in-law were nearby, hey. and they came to her rescue which she be when she began to scream. They hey. beat up Paul, <laughs> but he was able to escape. At hey. that point, Paul decided to change his tactics. This led us to the second phase of his killing spree. Ish. In October 1940, Paul decided to work the 9-kilometer S-Bahn line between... Rommelsburg train yard and Friedrichshagen rail station. He would wait mm. until one of the rail cars was empty except for a solitary woman. He wore his train uniform because the potential victim would not be suspicious of a rail worker approaching her to mm. ask to see her ticket. Yeah. Once he distracted the woman, he would attack by either strangling, stabbing or crushing her skull Ish. with a thick piece of telephone cable or iron bar. It wasn't long before railroad workers began to discover the body of Paul's victim's alongside the rail tracks several of the women thrown off the moving train were found alive however none of them survived more than a few days in hospital by february yeah, 1941 yeah, yeah, yeah. the criminal police which is their basically like police they have like different levels of crime so they have like different people investigating this is like yeah like now you know you're serious yeah. Okay. Began to piece together and connect the dots based on autopsy reports. The police analysis determined the same individual was responsible for all the murders and it pointed to someone working at obviously the rail. Yeah. So looking at the they they call them the Kripo. Kripo. Yes, we'll go with Kripo. The Kripo. Yeah. <laughs> or criminal police reported to the Reich. So the Reich is basically like the head government, like mm -hmm. the regime. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so they reported to the Reich security main office of Nazi Germany. Dun, the dun, RSHA dun, dun. was led by Reinhard Heydrich until his assassination by foreign agents. So Reinhard Heydrich, I just need to get if he's the right person. I think he is. He was not a great guy. Explains why he was assassinated. Um, yeah, for, for you to be when assassinated. Google I, decides to work uh, for me. That means there's some hectic stuff. 
if I think if I if he is who I think he is, he actually was the one who came up with what they were called the final solution, which was the idea to kill all of uh, the Jews. Yeah, yes, he was the architect of jo, the Holocaust. Jo, jo. So Mans is basically the reason for all the concentration camps and everything, everything. Mm, right. So hence why not he got a dead. great guy. Ish. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also reporting to Heydrich was the Gestapo, the SS, yeah, the yeah, SD, the and all these other basically German Nazi yeah. factions. The Kripo used plainclothes police detectives and agents to deal with three primary types of crime, rape, murder, and arson. Mm. Its agents worked closely with Gestapo, okay? Hey, Gestapo. And the Kripo also supplied the men for the Einstassgruppen. Mm-hmm. At one time, I don't know what that is, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah. basically, just not a great guy. Yeah. Right. So during the investigations, the detectives were able to interview several survivors of Paul's assault. Each of them described the assailant as wearing the black uniform of the railroad worker. By December 1940, more crimes were being reported, and they were all covered by. With Paul's fingerprints. Hey, the Berlin hey, Homicide hey. Unit was led by an SS officer, William Lid. We're going to go with that. We're just going to call him Lid. Wilhelm. Hey. <laughs> and he personally <laughs> took charge of the investigation. There were 8,000 railroad workers, and after learning the killer always wore a railroad uniform, Willem ordered the interviews of about 5,000 men. The Kripo eliminated anyone not matching the description given by the survivors. Hey. Unaccompanied women were now escorted, female detectives were used as bait, and other Kripo agents went undercover as railroad workers. Ironically, Paul volunteered to escort women at night. Hey. There were no attacks recorded at that time, however. As police activity increased, Paul went into hibern- a hibernation period beginning in February 1941, but re-emerged on the 3rd of July 1941 when he murdered his last victim in the area. Now, dun, dun. he's arrest. So probably the single most important behavior encouraged by the Nazis was the denouncement or informing the authorities on someone. So citizens were told they must denounce anyone suspected of being anti-Nazi or anti-Hitler. Turning people in became rather common. Okay? Including parents. So you'd like a child could could tell their teacher. One of Paul's fellow workers noticed he had been acting strangely and reported Paul to the police. Accused of abandoning work... During work hours, Paul used the excuse that he was visiting his mistress. <laughs> the police obtained Paul's uniform and they were inspected. They found blood stains on the uniforms and Paul was arrested on July 12, 1941. Dun, dun, he was dun. interrogated and put face to face with one of the surviving dun, victims. Dun. Paul confessed to the crimes but blamed his actions on alcoholism and a Jewish doctor he claimed had incorrectly treated him with gonorrhea. Because obviously, during World War II, you could blame the Jews for everything in Nazi Germany. Mm -mm. Which again is unfortunate from all the brainwashing and the propaganda that was going on in the country during the time. 
Paul pleaded guilty to eight murders, six attempted murders, and 31 cases of assault, including sure. rapes. Sure. He was sentenced to death on the 24th of July, oh. 1941, and oh. executed oh. by guillotine two oh. days later. There was oh. no waiting. Okay? In Nazi Germany, you did something wrong, you were killed you. right there, right then. It wasn't oh. like you now had like your five years in prison, and then, because mm. sometimes that happens nowadays. Look like, like Rosemary coming there, fancy. No, you, yo, yo, you, there yo. was no like... You know, because sometimes today you like wait for your your execution. Mm. It was straight away. And I didn't know the Nazis used a guillotine. For me, guillotine is such a French Revolution way of execution. <laughs> you wouldn't expect it yeah. to be in Nazi Germany. If it works, it works. Because it's not the first time I've heard of it being Nazi Germany. There were mm. these two... Um, it's a beautiful movie. I think it's called Alone in Berlin. It's this old man and old woman. And they were yeah. they, they were making anti-Nazi postcards and leaving yeah. them just around town and they were found and they were both killed by hey. a guillotine. Um, so, hey. however, the, the, although the investigation came to an end, it did have its obstacles. Mm. Okay. Well, William and his men were hampered in the investigation by circumstances of the war and Nazi policies. For example, um, first, Nazi leaders could not accept the fact that the killer might be a racially pure German or a member of the Nazi party. Okay, that I... It had to be the work of a foreign-born laborer or a Jew. So the fact that they bought this purebred Nazi... Like, uh-uh, he couldn't be responsible. They're trying to, know, like, yeah. They also had this whole thing. It, an Aryan person could not commit crimes. Mm. And I'm mm. like, you're delusional. But anyway. Yeah, number two, Nazi propaganda would not allow coverage of the story because they felt it could create a bad moral Mor yeah. morale, especially for the men in the military who'd left their wives at home. This meant the investigation had to be carried out to Greatly, and mm. it was impossible for the police to obtain assistance from the general population. Yes. It also meant that women in Berlin were not aware of the danger of traveling alone, alone. at yeah. night on the S-Bahn. Yes. Then three, blackout conditions prevailed at night. So basically what yeah, this happened is shedding. during... <laughs> <laughs> intentional load shedding. Basically what would happen is in major cities like London and Berlin that were being bombed, you had to cover up your windows and there couldn't be lights because then when the people were flying over you, if they couldn't see the city, it made it much harder to bomb it. Yeah, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Windows of the railway cars were covered with blackout curtains and Paul took advantage of the privacy to carry out his crimes. And number four, another issue with the S-Bahn had a poor safety record. In mm -hmm. other words, people were being hit or run over by the trains. Yes. The police had their hands full with a surplus of corpses. So then it was also very difficult yeah. to figure out now Ooh, what yeah, was, what, who yeah. was a murder victim and who was being killed by a run over mm. train. So let's just say Nazi Germany, not the greatest place to be living <laughs> during, okay, never a great place to be living, mm -mm. but especially during World War II. I mean, this guy completely used the war to his advantage in the most negative way possible. And I sure. mean, a lot of women lost their lives. ABC killer. <laughs> <laughs> so I think, yeah. But the whole, what blew me away was the fact he blamed his Jewish doctor. Like, I uh, mean, the pro I mean, for example, in Nazi Germany, so you know when you went to school, right? And you got like, you were in grade one and you mm. got a math problem. And it was like, mm. if I have 
four watermelons and I eat three watermelons, how many watermelons do I left? One watermelon. I have three. Wow. <laughs> In Nazi Germany, they would get, if I have six Jews and I kill four Jews, how many Jews I have left? So you're teaching that to kids mm. from the age of grade one. Of course, the population's going to hate the Jewish people. Yeah. They got lessons on how to identify Jews. They, they would be taught they have funny noses, their hair was this, they were smelly, all that type of things. Like, it was so mm. in their face that I'm not surprised someone would then blame his murder spree on a Jewish yeah. doctor who was just trying After I to say help that, him. It's gonna press a button. Yeah, like, no, it honestly, does make sense. Yeah. Like it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, I, this guy, yeah, he, I feel like he was like an amateur, <laughs> and you could have been caught long time if it wasn't for the war. That's how I feel. I also, and I, yeah, I think even the policies of the, the mm. Nazi government, I think, prohibited them. But mm. if you follow, so I was watching a documentary and it, was, it went through quite in depth of the investigation. Mm. Some of the things the police did, it was like, I'm like, you could have caught this guy ages yeah. ago. Yeah. Like it was negligence on their mm. part. But again, mm. obviously, they must have also been quite short staffed because they would have had to have sent people to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it wasn't a great time. But that is the murderer, the serial killer in and Nazi Germany. And then having Germany. load shedding. <laughs> you see, it solves our problem here. If they try and attack, load shedding, they can't see us. <laughs> but yeah. that is awful. Next week, we this week. <laughs> next week. Okay, guys, awful? we in the future, guys. That's we in the future. This week. We'll see you next time. Bye. Peace. Stay updated, stay entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us, like posts, comment, share them out, retweet, retweet, and repost. Spread the word. Active FM. Radio has never been better.